you're listening to the Ivan Van Hatten podcast. Hello everyone, it's Ivan here. Welcome back to my show. Thank you so much for tuning in and thanks to everyone who's been sending me messages from all around the world, really. I've received messages from the US, from people in Canada, from Honduras, from, from, from all different parts and corners of the globe. Thank you so much for that. Much appreciated. You might have noticed that I've been playing a different piece of music at the beginning of this episode, which is a deliberate decision that I've taken. One of my policies in, in my own podcast is that contrary to other podcasts where there's only one piece of music which is being used as the uh, musical autograph, I chose to do it differently. Since this is my own show, I'll be dressing things up with many different tunes, which will be anything ranging from bits and pieces of music which I've written for this podcast or material from my solo albums. Bottom line is, I'm going to be playing whatever I want, which I'm really looking forward to. And I've decided to just kind of go with um, whatever I feel at the beginning, middle or end of the show. All right, so here we go. As you've already might have noticed in the title of this episode, I'm going to reflect and share a few of my thoughts on the topic of composition and songwriting. Let me start by saying that composition and creating songs and tunes is a beautiful art is the art of creating and to me one of the most rewarding and appealing sides of being a musician being a composer being an arranger because um, i do have the opportunity and i've created the infrastructure for myself to be able to write a lot of music i I love writing. I, I I really, really, really love composing. I love creating music in general. And um, it's a beautiful art form and equally a very interesting process. I'll share a little bit of my personal thoughts on the art of writing and composing music. But more importantly, I'll suggest a few pointers, which hopefully could be helpful to anyone out there who's actively composing and writing music or for anyone out there who aspires to be a composer or a writer. Composing music and, and writing songs and tunes is one of the ultimate ways of fully and truly expressing yourself as an artist. Because think about it. I mean, eight out of ten times if you're out there doing gigs, you end up playing other people's music, right? You're playing music that's being dictated to you in some shape or form. I mean, maybe you've been doing some arrangements for that particular gig or shows, but ultimately you're still fulfilling someone else's dreams. Let's be frank about this. And that's why I think it's an entirely different thing when it's your own music. It weighs differently. It feels very different. And I think that the, the whole experience of playing your own music um, and recording your own music is profoundly different from anything else. 
I started writing and composing at a very early age. As a young child, I must have been five, six, seven, I was exposed to an extreme and diverse amount of music that was being played at my parents' house. And I remember trying to come up with different ways or different melodies to that music. And I ended up writing my first little tune when I was about 10 or 11. And that's where I got the bug. And I thought, I thought wow, this is, this is cool. You can create your own thing, you know. I think that's, that's how it started for me. Um, and, and besides that, I've always been interested in uh, um, the composers of our time um, and the songwriters of our time. Um, so jazz composers, pop composers, pop songwriters. Uh, there are so many names I could throw out there, but um, I guess you get the gist. One interesting thing that I've discovered early on, actually, is that there's no major difference in how things are being created, whether it's in jazz or in pop music. I think for for everyone as a composer or a songwriter, you go through the same principles and process of one minute having nothing and the next minute you have something. And sometimes that something turns out to be something, and sometimes that something turns out to be nothing. Personally, I've never found the process of composing music too difficult. But what has happened a number of times is that you come up with an idea and it feels really good, but somehow you get stuck somewhere in the process. And then you're trying to figure out where to take it next. And that can take some time. One of the things I tell my students all the time is that composing is equal to playing an instrument. It's the same thing as playing an instrument, right? I mean, if you, if you want to play an instrument on a serious level, you will have to clock in those 10,000 plus hours, years and years and years of practice before you get good at it. And before you start sounding decent on your instrument, you will sound terrible. That's just, that's a fact. Right, And so the same thing applies to composing. The, the first few tunes or compositions or songs that you will write won't be your best work. Generally speaking, great songwriters, great composers, they keep writing ideas and they keep honing their craft. And as you write, you get better at it. You get a hold of the tricks as well. Because there are a lot of tricks which you learn along the way and which you kind of experiment with and use in your composition. But the bottom line is that composition is like playing an instrument. You do it over and over and over and over and over again until you become really good at it. And the same thing goes for arranging, with, which I tend to describe as a form of composing. With arrangements, when you're making arrangements for a song, you also have to come up with non-existing stuff. But you still have the constraints and the boundaries of the tune that you're working within when you're arranging music. So you can't really come up with something that is, well, you can, but generally speaking, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't come up with something that is completely the opposite of that tune when you're arranging music. Anyway, 
circling back to composition, a very frequent question that I get is, uh, what inspires me to write? And my answer to that question is always the same, which is anything and everything can inspire me to compose. I can start anywhere. I've been able to get myself into a place where I can start anywhere and work from that point onwards. I tend to use anything that immediately triggers me to compose as my point of departure. Sometimes it's a a melodic phrase I might be hearing. Um, sometimes it's a specific rhythm I'm hearing that triggers something creative. Uh, sometimes it's just me sitting behind my piano and just playing around with a few ideas on the piano until something sticks or, or rather strikes. And that could be something I play at the left hand or the right hand or other times it's just a mistake. You know, you um, play something unintentionally, really, and it turns out to be a, a pretty cool idea, which is worth exploring. Sometimes I, I just wake up in the morning and you wake up with, a melody or parts of an arrangement or on occasion it's a bass line you know a really cool bass line so really it's it's there's no hard and fast rules to the art of writing and composing when it comes to instrumentation i'd say that anything any instrument could be the starting point uh, sometimes it's a lyric Sometimes it's a conversation that inspires me. Sometimes it's something that someone said within a conversation. Could be a specific remark that someone made that could make me go, hang on a minute, that's interesting. That might sound like something I could use or I could expand upon. Sometimes it's just in the hustle and bustle of life, noise, anything because I believe that there's music in everything. I don't think you necessarily need instruments to make music. You know, you can clap your hands, you know, and then you have a rhythm, you know. So to me, the four big pillars of any composition or, or, or song, you know, melody, rhythm, harmony, and eventual lyrics, that is if the tune has lyrics, of course, you know, you can, you can find them in, you can find these four pillars in almost everything. That is if you're willing to listen close enough. It's very easy to come up with a, a massive list the size of Texas uh, with all kinds of do's and don'ts when it comes to composing and songwriting. Um, I'm not going to do that, but what I will do is suggest a few things that I believe could be beneficial and that I think might eventually offer some help as well. So these are my suggestions. Number one on my list would be try to write frequently. If you're into composing music and songwriting and creating tunes, then it's the same thing as playing an instrument, which I've mentioned earlier. By frequently forcing yourself, actually forcing your brain to be in 
constant creative mode, you're basically keeping that engine going. And by often doing this, you will get better at it. You will only get better at the craft of composing and writing through repetition. So just doing it over and over again and by doing it on a frequent basis. Number two on my list would be try to listen to different music styles. Not just anything you are familiar with, but also things you might not be so familiar with. Just just broaden that horizon. I can't stress enough how important I feel it is for your creative development to not exclusively listen to the music that you love or that you like, but listen beyond that. Because I think that it's, it's very healthy and valuable. I see it as a, some form of spinach, <laughs> musical spinach, to listen to different types of music. It sort of, it really enriches you as a musician, as an artist, as a composer, as a writer. Let me clarify by saying that when I state listening to music, I don't mean brainless listening to music as in like, you know, listen to, to four seconds of a tune and then just move on to the next thing. But instead, really actively listen to an album you might not be familiar with, an artist you might not be familiar with. Really taking the time to sit down and actively listen to what's going on, even if it's not your cup of tea. And who knows, you might even get inspired along the way. Now, before moving along to my next point, just a quick side note on the topic of albums. I personally still prefer listening to a full album from top to bottom. I, I still prefer to listen to an entire album of an artist, whether it's an album or an EP. And the reason is that I think that an album is the equivalent of a book or a movie. The artist is trying to convey some sort of a story. And therefore, I prefer listening to the entire story that's being told rather than just listening to one song and then moving along to the next thing. Okay, so here's my next suggestion, which is number three. I would say try to compose and write in different musical styles. Explore musical styles that might be even slightly out of your comfort zone. Try writing or composing in, the, in a different tempo than you're used to. Try write uh, mid-tempos, slow tempos. Just a variety of things, really. Don't just write the things that feel comfortable to you. But um, if you've been writing for a while, you've been composing music for a while, just challenge yourself. I mean, the outcome might not be perfect, but you will learn a lot and you can take all of the experience back into your own comfort zone. Suggestion number four, finish your ideas. Finish what you start. See, I can't tell you how many students I, I, I know and I have with stacks and stacks of unfinished ideas that are lying around. I tend to try to avoid being in a situation like that if I start with an idea, a device, or whatever it might be, I finish it. 
because it's also to do with a sense of accomplishment. Let me say that when I say finished, it doesn't necessarily have to be completely release ready or anything like that. But the sense of that the tune has a, a beginning and a middle and an end. That's not to say that having seats and little unfinished ideas lying on the shelf was a bad thing. However, if, if the balance kind of tips towards you having 900 seeds on the shelf versus three and a half finished songs, then that might be something you might want to look at. I would say try tipping the balance into having more finished compositions than a whole bunch of unfinished seeds and ideas. Number five. A composition can start with melody, harmony, rhythm, lyrics, and beyond. Just be open to any one of them. Let anything inspire you. Let a melody inspire you, or let a riff inspire you, or let a bass line inspire you, or let a drum groove inspire you. Let anything inspire you. Just be open to anything being an eventual point of departure for a composition, a song, a tune. Call it whatever you like. As long as you're open to it. Anything outside of music can be inspiring. A conversation can inspire you. The sound of a machine can be inspiring. Because there's, there's music in everything, as long as you're open to it. I'm going to leave you with one final suggestion. This is number six. It's a crucial one for me, both artistically and personally. And that is never compromise sincerity for technicality. Just be true to what you feel you want to write, whether it's simple or more intricate or a combination of both. It doesn't really matter. As long as you really write what you feel is right to write. I always say don't write overly complicated stuff to impress others unless the music requires for you to do so. In other words... Always be sincere and write from the heart. All right, I'm going to wrap it up now. This is the end of this episode. Sincerely hoping you're enjoying my show. Send your questions to vanhattenproductions at gmail.com. That's V-A-N-H-E-T-T-E-N productions at gmail.com. You can also visit my website, which is ivanvanhattan.com. Or follow me on my socials. Thank you for listening. Until next time, stay safe.